Welcome to the Future of Insurance Industry Leaders Podcast. I'm Denise Garth, Chief Strategy Officer at Majesco. If you're interested in the latest industry trends and new technologies that are reshaping the future of insurance, you're in the right place. Stick around to hear my discussions with industry leaders as we help uncover today's emerging opportunities for the future of insurance. Welcome everybody to today's podcast. This is the Future of Insurance Industry Leaders Series, and I'm thrilled today to have two of our strategic partner colleagues with us, Abi Bakri and Santosh Kuti, that are both with us from Deloitte. This is the second in our series to talk about claims and absence management in the LNA and group voluntary benefits arena. So welcome, guys. Thanks, Denise. So today we wanted to really focus in on kind of an area of simplifying and digitizing the whole operational complexity of of disability insurance and absence management. And with all the regulations that we're seeing enter into the workplace, it just seems to be getting more complex by the day. So the need for digitally enabled service that can simplify that operational complexity has often been unachievable because of legacy operational approaches and also because of technology. Avi, why don't you kind of talk through that, both from an outdated technology platform standpoint and what is really going to be required and demanded for today's modern digital world? Thanks, Denise. I think I look at it as, you know, two two distinct aspects. You know, one is the ongoing accommodation of the new regulatory and leave laws and associated requirements get spun up, you know, by state, codifying those and managing those as they come alive in the market uh, and codifying the benefits and payments associated with each of those laws and requirements, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that continues to be laborious just to keep up with all of those regulatory requirements on top of the ones that you already have to manage, right? That's from sort of, you know, the market and regulatory standpoint. Then there is the aspect of the employer itself and managing the complex items around eligibility definition, the file fees on what constitutes an uh, eligible or covered employee based on, you know, hours worked and whatnot to then sort of, you know, determine whether someone's qualified to receive a benefit, right? And that's, again laborious in itself, but also management of the file feeds that surround that aspect. Then there is the aspect of the third dimension is the actual sort of payment calculations and managing the offsets and who's paying what and how it gets deducted. Then there is the actual payment aspect of it as well that is cumbersome. And surrounding all of those three dimensions sort of gives rise to really complex operational landscape, which further gets compounded because of the legacy platforms that exist within the insurers today. So I think, you know, that's sort of, you know, answer to one of your question and the response or the market pressures, especially, you know, again, coming out of the pandemic, uh, it's even accelerated the need for digital experiences and the need for filing a claim digitally or even managing, you know, operations in a more sort of digital fashion, if you will, which is both a response as well as a core need uh, from an employer, employee, and even distribution slash broker standpoint today. 
Yeah, that legacy technology really makes it difficult to really kind of give that kind of customer experience, you know, needing that new kind of technology to really be able to do it. Do you want to kind of just kind of talk a little bit around how that kind of gets into the whole area around file feeds and the whole data quality area, uh, Abby? I think two, two approaches that we see carriers taking within that space, you know, one is around modernizing the core administration platforms themselves, uh, whether that's leave management or disability claims management or even policy and billing. But if you see uh, over the last five years, they've also started to take more incremental approaches in terms of leveraging additional capabilities such as, you know, digital connectivity with Ben admin platforms, you know, through APIs or even the eligibility feeds and processing those and setting the case, you know, with your, you know, HRIS platforms as an example. And that naturally having that digital connectivity further sort of, you know, reduces uh, or eliminates to a large extent the need to do complex sort of, you know, file transfer or even EDI type sort of, you know, transfer mechanisms and really start getting some clean data back into the insurer's sort of, you know, environment to simplify, you know, the data quality issues, if you will. So while even on that front, though, while some of these modern platforms, you know, such as Majesco's, you know, does offer some of that out-of-box, digitally native, you know, API connectivity, but we also see carriers, you know, doing things around in the surround uh, environment as well uh, and standing up those APIs, if you will. So Santosh, let's kind of dive a little bit more into the implications for insurers and how they can accelerate their ability to respond to this evolving regulatory landscape that just seems to be getting uh, more complex by the month. Yeah, Denise, happy to do so, right? And as you and Avi noted, the complexity around disability and absence just seems to be getting, you know, more and more complicated as the days goes by. A couple of things that come to mind from an insurance perspective, right? One is around profitability. Disability is a tough book to manage, and the profitability around these books tend to get even more stressed under the weight of, you know, legacy technologies and the burden of some of the operational complexity in terms of the number of, you know, resources required to manage these processes and right so profitability is a top of mind concern for for carriers the second implication i would throw out there is really around staff and some staff turnover right um, you've got uh, a, a talent pool that is you know trying to manage these books of business on on old technologies and the turnover is just really really high right and given the complexity around training folks on these products and these processes, it is a real struggle for carriers to, you know, keep a motivated staff that provides the, the, the kind of experience that they'd like to for, for their customers. And then last but not least, from an employee's perspective, the experience is certainly not where it is, where it needs to be, right? Both from a operation standpoint, technology, you know, antiquated, antiquated technology perspective, insurers just aren't able to provide the kind of seamless, frictionless digital experience that that employees are looking for in their disability and leaves experience. 
So Avi, what are the options to deliver and address those implications for insurers that Santosh talked about and the capabilities to achieve that profitability and most importantly, that customer satisfaction? I think uh, from a claim standpoint, you know, we talked about uh, a few of them already. One being sort of, you know, modernizing your legacy platforms themselves through modern digital platforms that do have some of the pre-built digital capabilities do have the simplified workflows, simplification logic sort of into them off the bat, but also more importantly, ability to upkeep changes as it relates to regulatory needs and laws, right? So that's one. Second, again, we talked about this briefly with the connectivity and APIs that continues to be at the forefront in the market as carriers are connecting, you know, with the benefits ecosystem, whether that's the Ben admin players, HRIs platforms, enrollment firms, so that continues to sort of have good sort of headwinds, if you will, to go forward with. And even more so, the distributors and brokers are actually pressurizing a lot of the carriers to enable some of this digital way of doing things, right? Lastly, in terms of the customer satisfaction and servicing, we do have, you know, some newer capabilities that carriers are, you know, piloting around conversation as a service, you know, leveraging AI to manage disability claims. And lastly, also, we start seeing analytics and pockets to streamline adjudication as it relates to simple claims and things of that nature, or even to that matter, predict operational capacity required to manage sort of in operations themselves. So, so we see a lot of action in the market, both, both from a core platform modernization standpoint, but also those ancillary capabilities we talked about. So Santosh, kind of diving into that a little bit more, as you're working with insurers and you're helping them with that whole modernization initiative, what's the baseline set of technology needed? And then what are going to be rapidly thereafter the advanced technologies to really kind of position an insurer to be really competitive and really providing that valued set of capabilities around disability and absence? Yeah, that's a great question, Denise. And I would say, you know, looking at what carriers are doing in the marketplace, the baseline sort of technologies for disability and absence management is really technologies that are around rules management, uh, workflow management. Because if you think about this particular business, it's data intense, it's very rules intense, workflow intense. So at a minimum, right? To be able to manage this effectively, you need good rules and workflow technologies, right? Whether those are discrete components or in a modern platform packaged together, that's sort of the baseline in my mind. As you think about, you know, how carriers can differentiate themselves, a couple of things come to mind, right? First is around AI and analytics. There is so much opportunity for a carrier to offer a differentiated service, differentiated response time, differentiated experience by virtue of looking through 
what data that they have and adjusting their response appropriately, right? It could be figuring out on the analytics side, could an absence be a precursor for a disability or could an STD turn into an LTD claim, right? Better coordination of providers, uh, being able to detect, you know, errors and omissions or even fraud for that matter in a more proactive fashion, right? So the use of AI and analytics really helps a carrier differentiate themselves. And on that note, as they employ some of these new AI and analytics capabilities, leveraging data from third parties to be able to drive some of these insights is becoming more and more of a differentiator, right? And being able to package all of this in you know, self-service or portal capabilities that allow employees and employers to interact with the carrier in a streamlined fashion, I think will distinguish a carrier in this business versus sort of baseline capabilities of just being able to process this book using rules and and workflow technologies. From a simplification of operational complexity, what do you see the value for the employer and then also for the employee? And Abby and Santosh, I'm going to let both of you kind of respond to that. So maybe Abby, you want to go first? Uh, Sure. I think some of it stems into simplifying definition of earnings or even sort of in a definition of eligibility across, you know, segments. Some of these insurers sort of play in because there is oftentimes a bespoke approach to all segments, you know, all things, all people. And we're starting to see carriers putting little more rigor and discipline around what they would customize versus what they would not customize across those dimensions. Another important thing over there uh, that we are starting to see is also the claims adjudication piece um, and logic around it, trying to simplify and segment sort of, you know, claims around potentially near straight through process certain claims, such as maternity claims for that matter, and associated uh, logic for uh, that adjudication. Those two sort of, you know, come to my mind initially. Santosh, do you have others to add? Yeah. If I was to take sort of the employer and employee's perspective on sort of where they see value in simplifying disability and absence management, from the employer's perspective, as we all know, talent and talent experience is sort of a top agenda item for employers throughout. And, you know, being able to attract and retain talent is key. And part and parcel to that is the type of benefits that are offered, right? And so there's a greater focus on, you know, the type of benefits, particularly from a disability and absence perspective that are offered and for uh, employees to fully take advantage of these benefits, right? And from an employee's perspective, you know, having the benefits is one thing, but having the sort of right uh, tools, experiences, if you will, to take advantage of allowable benefits when the moment sort of matters is top of mind, right? So I think from an employee and employer's perspective, anything that a carrier can do to further simplify, digitize, improve the end-to-end operations, technology, and experience around disability and absence management certainly has great impact for the employers and employees who rely on these uh, services. So, you know, one of the questions I like to ask everybody at the end is if you have one word to define the future of insurance, what would it be and why? 
I'd like both of you to kind of give me that one word, but put it in context of what we just talked about today around claims and around absence management. Santosh, what would you say? Yeah, this is a great question. I love this segment of the podcast, uh, Denise. I'm going to go with customer-centric, right? And very germane to today's conversation where the complexity and the number of players around disability and absence management is a lot. Yet, you know, at the end of the day, an employee wants to make sure he or she is able to take advantage of benefits that they're owed in the, the right time in the way he or she wants, right? And so there's a great emphasis around customer centricity when it comes to thinking about how to modernize a disability and absence management uh, department and processes. And Avi, what about you? I would extend that a little bit further and my my choice of word would be empathy. Even more important as you look at disability claims, especially, you know, that is sometimes a true moment that really matters in terms of the customer journey itself. And many times, you know, that is also the first contact if you look at, you know, self-administration ASO cases, right? The amount of, you know, pressure and like grief or like whatever that particular customer might be going through, we want to sort of, you know, provide a much more simple digital experience to really drive that empathy aspect home, whether that's the first claim itself, but also as the customer aims to return back to work, how do I manage a more seamless experience throughout the STD, LTD, or even the leave aspects associated of the business? So listening to both of you and where we started out on this podcast, where we were really talking about, you know, the operational complexity around disability and absence management, and particularly given the the regulatory aspects of absence, it's been really neat to see how we've kind of brought it all back together around the customer, around the customer, whether it's the employer or the employee and creating that experience and that it's this whole complexity is so much more about giving an experience to deal with those complexities. And it's not an easy task, but it's one that increasingly is going to become important to really be competitive in the marketplace. And I really appreciate you guys' insights. Any final comments? No, thank you for the time and discussion, Denise. I couldn't echo your words any louder, right? I think this is a uh, top of mind topic and one that carriers and em- employers, employees alike are wrestling with. So appreciate the time of discussion today. Same here. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon, Denise. Thank you so much. That's a wrap for this week's episode of the Future of Insurance Industry Leaders podcast. Be sure to sign up for our email list and follow us on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss out on our next episode. I'm Denise Garth, wishing you a happy podcasting.